It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Open at them. Fresh and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on. The coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Rise and shine, nerds. Welcome to the Back Row Morning Show exclusively on LTN Radio and happily a part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. I'm Station Manager Matt. And I'm Mo. And on today's show, COVID restrictions now make less sense than ever. It's also Junk Food Tuesday. We've got an onion, not onion, and uh, ask us anything. Uh, Five random facts and more. But first, today is Tuesday, October 20th, 2020. 10 20 2020 is what hey. today is. And we've got some holidays to celebrate. Yep, yep. It is International Sloth Day. The animal, not the deadly sin. Darn. Um, National Day of <laughs> Writing. So unleash like that. that creativity. I encourage that. Uh-huh. Writing is a big deal. I did that a lot. You know, and we, you talked about this too when we had the blog. Mm-hmm. Is that was like a good outlet for you mm-hmm. to deal with some issues that you were having or, mm-hmm. or just to put like a therapeutic device yeah. as well as helping other people. And I think that's kind of why I've been a part of a blog for most of my well, all of my adult life. Yeah. Like starting in my first year of college, we started that first blog and we went through all the different blogs that I had been a part of up until that point. But writing is just very therapeutic. It in really a lot is. Of ways. And uh, yeah, I have this little block book. It's a book that's shaped like a cube hmm. and it's called The Writer's Block. And it really is just like 5,000 different little short story ideas or little ideas to get you to write creatively. That's cool. And I've used that a lot just to relieve stress. Yeah. Uh, I haven't used it in a while, you know, in a while, but I did for a long time. And, uh, if, if you are struggling with, with, uh, stress or, or frustration or anything like that, try writing a little story Yeah. or even just writing a journal and that stuff will help you out. Mm-hmm. It really will. It is incredibly therapeutic. Um, It is also National Brandied Fruit Day. And if the writing doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Sure. Brandy up some peaches, man. (laughs) Um, And lastly, it's International Chef's Day, both to celebrate those who craft delicious meals, but also to promote healthy food choices to children. Uh, Chefs. I mean, what you got to say about them, Matt? With without them, what would we be eating? That's fair. And technically, are you a chef if you cook, or do you have to like be certified as a chef? I guess so. I bet. A, I think a chef is a like a qualified position. A cook can be anybody. There you go. But a chef is a specific. You had to have graduated from culinary school. <laughs> Hey, the people that get to wear the fluffy hat. Well, I was just about to say, you know how the hats have creases on them? Yes. Do you know what the creases stand for? There are 50 creases on every chef's hat. Do you know what it's there for? The States. No. (laughs) No. 
The different ways that you could cook an egg. I have heard that. That's all I got to say about it. <laughs> and I think it's 50. I could be wrong on the number. I don't think it's 50. But no, it's a big number. It is a high so? number. Yeah. Maybe it's, I'd, I'd, I'd go with 30. Nope. It's a high number because it definitely <laughs> makes you go, really? To, I mean, There's I can that only many think ways of, to cook I can it. only think of seven ways to I cook know, right? <laughs> but that's why we're not chefs. <laughs> I can think of 50 ways to cook a potato. Really? <laughs> Haven't you seen that meme? Look, look at all the things God can do with the potato. Oh, dang. Hold on. Sorry. There are actually a hundred folds in a chef's hat. Forget that. There ain't no hundred ways to cook an egg. Yep. Nah. Mm-hmm. Don't buy it. Ways that an egg can be prepared. False facts. <laughs> this is not five random facts, so I don't trust what you're saying right now. This is outside the fact purview. <laughs> it is a true fact. I wonder if we have any chefs in our in our audience. They can write tell in. Us, and yeah, tell us. Tell us what your hat means. List all the ways for us, I please. would like to hear every way. We will read it verbatim on air absolutely <laughs> all 100 ways yep. <laughs> unless it's like also like counting positions cook an egg while you're upside down oh my goodness <laughs> wouldn't that be funny i don't think that's what it is <laughs> cook an egg holding the pan with your feet i mean yeah no, then we can really it. get it yeah. that can't be it wear lobster claws <laughs> dress as santa claus all kinds of things no Mm-mm. all different kinds of claws all right uh, we've got three headlines here for you, Mo. Okay. We're going to play a game of Onion, Not Onion. Each of them is either a fake news story from places like The Onion or The Babylon Bee or an actual news story. So I'm going to give you three headlines and you're going to pick out the one that's real. What am I doing? I'm just kidding. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> play along at home, everybody. <laughs> First headline. Halloween pop-up store has pick of every storefront in Rust Belt Town. Okay. They're all out of business. Oh, okay. Customers accuse Kraft of sexualizing mac and cheese. Oh my gosh. Or report majority of astronauts feel deep sense of hatred and disgust towards humanity upon viewing Earth from orbit. Wow. (laughs) Fake or not, that's awful. I think. I don't know what I'm... I don't know. I don't know. Um, One of these is real. Oi. I am going with Halloween pop-up store. That sounds like it would be the correct one, given the sad nature of Mm -hmm. businesses closing, but it is not. Oh, well... It's astronauts. Parks. No, I'm kidding. It's not astronauts. No, it's craft. You've got to be kidding me. People. Pe- I should have known. I should have known. It's 2020. People aren't doing anything anymore. We're stuck at home once again for like the umpteenth hundred time this year. I should have known. When the craft company <laughs> responsible for America's favorite mac and cheese set up a promotion asking people to send nudes... They thought customers might see the funny side of the pun because they spelled it N O O D Z. 
Instead, their Instagram was quickly flooded by parents lamenting the company for sexualizing mac and cheese. The promotion encouraged adults to send their loved ones boxes of Kraft mac and cheese noodles. In a broadcast since removed from the internet, Saturday Night Live's Vanessa Bayer says to the camera, In these strange times, people are in need of extra comfort. That's why I always, that's why it's always a nice gesture to send nudes. To be clear, I'm not advocating you send nudes to anyone. Send nudes, not nudes. <laughs> but outraged customers have complained that Kraft is a family company and have, <laughs> have even suggested that the advertisement is a gateway for children actually sending naked photos. One customer told BuzzFeed's Tanya Chen that the post grooms children into believing it's okay and even funny to send photos of this nature. Horrible. Never buying craft again, another wrote in response to the promotion. If you're going to use children in your advertising, then you should never have advertisements like your nudes commercial. Now, to be clear, there weren't children in that advertisement, but there are children in other craft advertisements that don't use this. But anyway... Things escalated quickly. Soon, some posters were using the campaign to spread the baseless QAnon conspiracy theory, which posits that a gang of Satan-worshipping Democrats and high-profile celebrities routinely traffic and abuse children. (sighs) While the conspiracy theory is clearly ridiculous, it also has an outsized impact on political discourse and has caused real-world concern. The response that ensued was enough to cause Kraft to halt the campaign, remove content related to the promotion, promotion and ap- apologize publicly. Here is what they said on their statement on Instagram. For National Noodle Day last Tuesday, we encouraged adults to send free noodles to loved ones to provide comfort and make them smile. The social promotion resulted in 20,000 customers across the country receiving boxes of America's favorite Kraft mac and cheese. We sincerely appreciate and hear all of your feedback the content will be removed from our channels okay was it on television was it an advertisement i think it was just online okay here's the thing that kills me Hmm. okay because and that's what i thought you said early in the article that it was more like a online advertisement social media kind of thing yeah, it says, it says it was a broadcast since removed from the internet. So I'm assuming okay. it was on the internet. So here's what kills me, okay? I could have slightly understood if it was a televised commercial. Sure. That we have no control over what comes on. Right. As You're watching, we're watching Hulu, this yeah. pops up. Sure. Now I got to pay for premium because I ain't seeing that again. Right. <laughs> so I can slightly, I would have, I uh, still would have thought it was crazy, but I could have slightly understood if it was a televised commercial, but it is on the internet. And my friends, if your child has access to the internet um, and you are not monitoring that access, you're not watching what they're watching, then you've got a bigger problem than Kraft's advertisement. (laughs) Um, If, by chance, your child came across this advertisement and was like, nudes, what does that mean? That's when you have a conversation with your child and you say, well, they spelled it N-O-O-D-Z. It's a play on words. That's all. They just mean noodles, not nudes. We're not sending nudes to anybody. Kraft is not saying that that's okay. Okay? Got it, little Johnny? Let's understand. Can you not invoke my child's name? (laughs) Got it, little Billy? Can we all understand? 
it it frustrates me. That is like the so, biggest thing yeah. no, these I mean, days. Look, I. On the one hand, I'm like, look, this this is funny. It's a funny play on something that actually happens, and nobody. The phrase "send nudes," which is an actual phrase that has almost become a meme, is something that is clearly represented on the internet as something only scummy people ask. Mm-hmm. It's something that you slide in your DMs and you put "send nudes" in there. Right. No, nobody wants that. Nobody's looking for that. It's not something that's encouraged. It's mm-hmm. not something that's uh, glamorized as appropriate. And so they try to make something funny out of it, take a little bit of humor in it, and take it back a bit, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And we're talking about noodles here, guys. I call noodles nudes at my house uh, just because it's fun to say. And I don't think of it as the word nude. I think of it as N-O-O-D. I think that's funny. It's a yeah. you know, shortened word. But in this current immediate climate... After the Netflix thing, and I mean, it's become the, the the spotlight lately, especially on social media, has been all centered around not just the Netflix thing, but like child trafficking and all that kind of stuff. I can see why parents would see something like that, and they would immediately jump to what if my kid sees this and misunderstands it? I can see how they would get there easily. I'm not saying that it's a logical jump. I'm just saying I can see where their mind's already in that mode of looking for everything that might influence their children into thinking the wrong thing is appropriate. Uh, so, I mean, I, I guess I, I understand the outrage a little bit. I don't believe they needed to apologize per se just for being funny yeah but i don't know it's a fine line with comedy these days mo you know though it has always been a fine line here's like i can remember growing up and things being on the television that even my parents were like oh you shouldn't see that you should you know and sure times have changed and the content is different you know But it's always been a fine line. And for some reason, I don't want to say for some reason, because we all have a louder voice now due to social media. Yeah, that's um, the key, I think. Yeah, yeah, our opinions and the way that we feel, our initial opinions and the way that we feel hold such value and weight so much more than what they have ever Mm -hmm. before in past history because of course we're going to have a knee-jerk reaction to something that makes us feel a certain way but the second that we take a step back and we take a breather and we just process things then it's like okay wait a minute this is this inappropriate yes but am i was i overreacting yes you know let me look at it from an unbiased standpoint and approach this intelligently if you will <laughs> not emotionally because everybody does it yeah everybody does it that's exactly why i really try to never post anything online that's a knee-jerk reaction to something right if i'm watching some sort of debate or political thing and i have a knee-jerk reaction i put my phone far away from me yeah to make sure i'm not typing what i'm thinking at the time and how I ridiculous think, things are i think sadly what's happened is because so many p- 
post those knee-jerk reactions or voice those knee-jerk reactions, however, you know, publicly, quote-unquote, however you you want. Yeah. Um, even once reality hits us and we can process things, we have to stand by that knee-jerk reaction mm-hmm. because it's posted and it's out there and everybody's seen it. And, and if you delete it, you'll be weak or... Or they'll, the trolls will win or right. anything like that. Yeah. There is no more rationalizing things, you know, and, and that's just a, it's a really sad reality that <laughs> we can't just take a minute to, okay, I don't like the way this makes me feel. Why don't I like the way this makes me feel? Let me process it. Let me handle it in a rational way. Right. You're right. But, uh. But it's the world we live in. Yes. Yeah, ain't changing. <laughs> but it's ain't 2020. <laughs> <laughs> there's just there's there's no optimism here. Man, remember when we used to say things like it's 1999 and that was a good thing? <laughs> Party like it's 1999. You know? Now it's like the most depressing song ever written. <laughs> it's 2020. <laughs> what happened? What it's happened the to everybody? End of the world as How we did know this it. Happened. <laughs> Why? Okay. Hey, well, I mean, that's a good way to end it, I guess. I Let's guess. Take a break here. <laughs> Keep it right here for Sweet Tunes on LTN Radio, and we'll be back in a few. When we come back, it's Junk Food Tuesday. Stick mm-hmm. around. What up, nerd? We hope you're enjoying the podcast. But did you know that Love Thy Nerd showcases most of their content? On LTN Radio First? That's right. Check the schedule and listen to most of our shows before they're available here over at LTNOnAir.com. While you're streaming, you'll also hear the best mix of Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie, and even some content made exclusively for our radio listeners. Stream directly from LTNOnAir.com or download the Live 365 app and favorite LTN Radio. And let us become your new daily soundtrack. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show here on LTN Radio. I'm Station Manager Matt. And I'm Mo. And before we do anything else, I've got five random facts for you. Bring it on. Five random facts about sloths. Sloth fakes. Since it's International Sloth Day. It's International Sloth Day. In case you forgot. Brought you five sloth fakes. <laughs> there are two types of sloths. The two-toed sloth and the three-toed sloth. All sloths actually have three toes, but the two-toed sloth only has two fingers. I am confused. <laughs> <laughs> this fact has broken me. I know. I know. That's why I had to put that one in there. <laughs> um, sloths are directly related to anteaters and armadillos. Really? Mm-hmm. They're all in the same family. Okay. We are two facts into this sloth fact thing, and I am on board. I am learning a lot already. <laughs> How does it make you feel that I found these facts on a website for sloth facts for kids? (laughs) I mean, look, 
I'll take it where I can get it because I have never learned a thing about sloths. <laughs> okay, number three. A sloth's body is usually 50 to 60 centimeters long or just under two feet. However, some skeletons of a now extinct species of sloth suggest that some varieties used to be as large as elephants. Oh, no. Can you imagine a sloth no. as big as an elephant? Terrifying. <laughs> right? Uh-uh. <laughs> These facts are killer. <laughs> I'm not being facetious. I am on the edge of my seat for these sloth facts. Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> um, sloths move around the ground at just two centimeters per minute. In the trees, they're slightly quicker at three centimeters a minute. Yeah, okay. See, the only thing that I remember from sloths in my life, experience of sloth, mm-hmm. besides... Zootopia uh, was I watched one I don't know if it was planet earth or one of those kind of things that was following a sloth Mm -hmm. that was trying to get to a potential mate that was on another tree and the trees were close enough together that you could swing from one to the other but he was taking so long that the other sloth left and it was like a heartbreaking scene (laughs) unfortunately he was too slow (laughs) to reach her in time before she lost interest and climbed down the tree. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Sucks poor dude. You, you, were, you were hustling, but not quick enough. Not fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, lastly, in the wild, sloths live an average of 10 to 16 years, but in captivity, they can live for over 30. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive for mm-hmm. like any animal. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Hey, Doubles oh. their life by being in captivity. <laughs> I've not been your best five random facts ever. Hey. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad I could Look, when you provide. said I got five random facts about sloths, I was like, this is going to be a downhill experience. But <laughs> out of the gate. Yep. There I'm you like, go. what? No freaking way. <laughs> Enjoyable. Enjoyable. (laughs) All right, guys. It is Junk Food Tuesday. Mo and I are going to discuss our enthusiasm for new and upcoming junk food. This is your line here also. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, We'll also be doing a taste test at the end of the segment, which will also be recorded on video for you to 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 enjoy (laughs) on our Facebook page at The Back Row LTN. All right. So before we get into this, last week we talked about... The retro throwback cereals that General Mills were bringing back. And I told you General Mills was bringing back the Golden Grams with the honey in it. Mm -hmm. Which I told you, I think I told you, that it was one of my favorite cereals as a kid. Yeah. And then I had bought it as an adult with my kids saying, you're going to love this. Mm -hmm. And it was awful. He didn't care for it all that much. I had a bowl of it. And I'm like, oh, this does not taste like I remember. But I just wrote it off as, well, you know, that's what happens when you're an adult and you're, you know, remembering kid cereals or kid anything that you liked. You grow up, your taste change, whatever. I didn't know they cut out the honey Mm -hmm. until they put this back. We found a box at Albertsons here. I bought that thing. Both my kids loved it. I'm like, oh. I know I'm on keto, but I've got to have me a bowl. Oh, my gosh, Mo. Is it good? So good. Exactly like I remember Taking you kid. back to your childhood? If they, they got, they, this needs to be the recipe now. Don't go back to the crappy new recipe. Right. Stick with the retro recipe. It's so amazing. Well, then you have to do your part, and you have to buy, like, 
That's it. Keto's over. I'm just eating golden grams morning, noon, and night. No, I, you know, in fact, I've, I've had three bowls this week. I couldn't stop myself. Luckily, the box is now empty and I can't have any more. But, oh, I couldn't. Oh, so good. Yeah. So much better. We bought the Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And it is just like childhood Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Why are you making What that was piece? the change for that one? I don't remember. I think it was more cinnamon, honestly. Oh, maybe. Okay. Uh, good. Cool. Yeah. Great. I mean, Cinnamon Toast Crunch has always been good for me, though. It has been. Yeah. But I did notice a slight change yeah. in it. Yeah. It's just a little tweak. Mm-hmm. That little tweak makes all the difference. It really does make all the difference. All right. Back to our list here. Okay. KFC is coming out with a signature sauce. Like... Something that you would think that a chicken would place have would have had. Yeah. Ago. Yeah. Why, why not decades ago? Why yeah. now? But uh, yeah, they're doing it. From the looks of it, it looks like what Chick-fil-A's signature sauce might be. But you can't really tell just from the color of the sauce if it's going to taste the same. But, That's fair. Uh, I would guess that that would be the ripoff they're going for. They're also reformulating some of their other sauces. Ranch, honey barbecue, and honey mustard all going to have a different uh, makeup so if you didn't like those uh, those sauces from them before, you might like them now. Yeah. Uh, sugar Cookie Toast Crunch is back for the season. I have not tried that yet, but I keep wanting to. Really? But I just don't know how I'm going to feel about it. Mm. Uh, Christmas Crunch has also returned mm. early this year. Really? The year that I'm, there's no freaking well, maybe Macy's Day Parade. Well, that's why they're doing it, because they're like... <laughs> No, it's because there's no baseball. Oh, that's true. <laughs> they can't do the baseball one they do for November. That's true. <laughs> hey, I read that they are still going to do the Macy's Day Parade. It's just not going to be what we're used to as Which the Macy's Which means they're going to do that weird virtual parade that they had little aspects of last year on Verizon's feed. Did you see that at all? No, I didn't. I did that at the second screen experience with Verizon. And every now and then they'd have a virtual balloon that would be coming down. And it didn't even look great. Really? It looked like some early 90s 3D rendering. <laughs> but they were like sponsors, you know. Or but whatever. see, here's the thing. Like the balloons especially. Those people can so social distance from each other and wear masks in order to walk the balloons down. It's outdoors. The- yeah. Yeah. Do it, guys. Flipping de Blasio. Everybody just get on board. <laughs> Anyways, for those of you who didn't who didn't know what that connection oh, yeah. was, it's because when I grew up, I, I would eat Christmas Crunch, a whole box of it pretty much, and watch the Macy's Parade every day since I was a kid. And a few years ago, they stopped making it in time for the Macy's Day Parade because they snuck in a new uh, theme cereal for baseball. But now they're finally, this year, have it early and... No Macy's Parade, so hmm. I'll just be sad forever for the rest of my life. Next, <laughs> hers game day flavored chips. We got tailgate taco wavy, uh, they're not Lay's, but they're like the wavy Lay's mm-hmm. chips. And then seven layer, seven layer dip cheese curls. Mm-hmm. Seven layer dip. I don't think I'd like that one. Really? I don't like normal seven layer dip. Really? It's got at least three layers that I don't want. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Including guac. I don't know why I don't like guac, but I just don't. I have no desire to try and like guac. Everybody you else loves me. guac. Oh. 
So disappointing. It's, it's got to be the color. Honestly, you it know why. It looks like why, baby poop. Well, I mean, sure. But I didn't like it even or have any interest in it before we had babies, so didn't. I really think it's because in the early 2000s, Heinz came out with that green ketchup. Oh, and it yeah. it grossed me out so much that now anything that's kind of green and lumpy like that reminds me of that and makes me think it's going to be disgusting even though the green ketchup didn't taste disgusting it was the color and bubba will attest to this too he had we had uh my mother-in-law at the uh at that point bought purple and green ketchup for we were all youth at the Mm -hmm. time we were over the house watching a movie uh and bubba had to have them turn off the lights so he could eat the fries and whatever really? they had because he could not and someone turned it on to like find something while he was eating a fry and he's all ah, ah, and gagged at the thing because he was looking at it <laughs> and she didn't have normal ketchup so i mean what are you gonna do yeah. no because she thought hey it's the youth <laughs> it's they're fun. gonna think this yeah. is cool now, remember they also had butter purple and pink or blue and pink butter at no. that same time it was really Why? weird just because it was the early 2000s. Nickelodeon was a thing back People then. People were That's, being nuts. I mean, Nickelodeon's still a thing, but it was, it was a, a big thing. thing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, okay. M&M's, you guys are so hit and miss. They're coming out with an M&M's creamer, which is just chocolate flavored creamer. Right. I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> I'm... It's not going to have M&M's shell pieces in it, so you're just going to taste the chocolate. Chocolate, yeah. It's not a flavored M&M. It's plain M&M's on the thing, so it's a chocolate creamer. The M&M's chocolate doesn't taste anything special as opposed to other chocolate candies or chocolate things. Just... I don't know. I just... I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say about these people. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Duncan... Donuts, but not donuts anymore because they don't call them donuts, but they do make donuts, which is very confusing. Duncan is coming out with a spicy ghost pepper donut. Why? Strawberry flavored icing with cayenne and ghost pepper uh, in it and a red colored like sugar sprinkle. Why? Fun Halloween, I guess. I don't know. That's not fun. But uh, I've seen reviews from it is the worst thing I've ever put in my mouth to this is the best donut I've ever had. Great. So I have no idea. There's no Dunkin' here. There's like a Dunkin' Express, but we're not going to get the specialty donuts here. So You don't think? No, nah, we never do. Oh, okay. It's always the plain Jane bland things out there at the Pilot gas station, guys. That's mm. where we get it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. In Australia, Doritos is also a cracker. They have a baked Dorito, and they're coming out with a garlic bread flavored Doritos cracker. See... You know how you felt when I gave that sloth, yeah. uh, that first sloth fact? <laughs> this is me right now. Like, garlic bread. Garlic bread. Doritos. Doritos cracker. cracker. None of those seem like they'd go together. I'm, I'm. But they do. <laughs> I feel like, you know, that emoji where the mind is blown? Yeah. That's I me. definitely would love to try these. Right, and here's the next thing I'd love to try, but it's exclusive to Thailand right now. KFC's potato chip crusted chicken tender, called the Lay's Chicky Chips. I would love me a fried chicken tender with Lay's as the breading. I'm not a chicken person. How can you not be a chicken person? Chicken I'm, tastes like everything. No, I don't like chicken. 
I know we've had this conversation. I like turkey. That's weird. I don't like chicken. <laughs> they're, they're almost the exact same thing. They're not. They are like one degree away from being the exact same meal. Nope. <laughs> one makes you sleepy, the other doesn't. That's the only difference. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's is uh, expanding their McCafe into a bakery lineup now. So hmm. they're extending beyond just the drinks. Interesting. Going to uh, add on October 28th an apple fritter. A blueberry muffin and a cinnamon roll. Okay, the cinnamon roll and blueberry muffin, awesome. But seriously, they're making it out like they don't already have an apple fritter. That's but, what their apple pie is. Yes, it but their apple pie is baked. The apple fritter, I, I believe, fried. shall be fried like oh, their okay. apple pies used to be. So this okay, might actually okay, be a big okay. coup for McDonald's fans. Okay. I'm all about it. If honestly. it's not fried, then yeah, I completely understand. Can I get one of each? Like, can that be my breakfast? You can do whatever you want. <laughs> I would. One of, one of these mornings, you should just swing by and grab at least a cinnamon roll for me and whatever you want. And let's just try it out. <laughs> All right. That'll be good. our taste test. Cool. On a, it. I love cinnamon rolls. And I, we don't have a Cinnabon here. Yeah. So it's hard to find a good one. That's true. Although our donut place makes a massive cinnamon roll and it is not bad it's it's not bad for what it is but it's not a cinnamon roll as i yeah it's not a cinnamon 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 roll roll. you know i desire the the baked thing with the heavy icing this is a fried donut-y kind of thing light and also kind of light on the cinnamon frankly it's good but it's not what i'm looking for Okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Takis hot nuts. Crunchy nuts. Double double crunch layer on the outside. And fuego, flare, and smoke and lime. I don't know which is hotter, the fuego or the flare. They both seem like they could either be the hottest one. So I'm sure fuego is the hottest. But, but flare is fire. <laughs> flare is actual fire, right? What does fuego mean? I think it just means hot, doesn't it? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Pretty show. Pretty shoe. Pretty All shoe. Right. And uh, lastly, not not exactly a food item, but a new... Um, well, you know how uh, Kraft was telling you to send noodles to other people? <laughs> yeah. Taco Bell has introduced the Taco Gifter, where you can gift Taco Bell items to uh, your friends. I think just through the app, maybe through the online uh website as well but so you'd have to have like app information know your person's email address or something but you can just gift a meal to somebody Here, well you know you can do that on doordash you can gift food on doordash yeah if you ha- if you know their address you just put just their address <laughs> <laughs> you could do that just with pizza hut before yeah, that too. exactly just, hey you're my friend are you home all right Yep. That's all I'm going to tell you. Exactly. Uh, well, oh, there's a pizza. Okay. Are you going to be I home? I made in- dinner, but whatever. <laughs> <Are> you- <laughs> Thanks, I guess. Are you going to be home in 30 <laughs> minutes-ish? <laughs> no, but with the way the Taco app works, I believe Taco Bell app works with this, is that it, it puts it in like a little file for you of next time you go to Taco Bell, you can redeem this free gift that someone sent you hmm. in your order. And so it'll put it on your order and you just go on. So you can have it whenever. Mm. It's also called a gift card. 
Yeah, but this is there's no no plastic involved, and you don't have to see the person. <sighs> Whatever. Or mail anything. <laughs> it's a good idea, Mo. Why are you bashing it? Because it's already been a thing. Because <laughs> you hate Taco Bell. Exactly. Just admit it. That's exactly you what it is. You don't want them to succeed. I won't lie. You're right. <laughs> Anything Taco Bell does is awful. Awful. I mean, they are getting rid of the Mexican pizza, which is a travesty. Yeah. And they already got rid and of the, the potatoes, potatoes, which is a massive disappointment. Everything with potatoes is gone. Mm-hmm. So seriously, seriously, everything that I liked. Now, the only thing that's there that I like, the only thing is the chips and cheese, not the nachos, but just the basic the dipping, chips, chips and, and cheese. cheese. I like that. I like a lot of things there still, nope. but most of my favorites were in that mix that are gone now. Yeah. Which stinks to high heaven. Um, <laughs> one of the the onion or not onion stories that I was going to put on there, yeah. but I thought you might have heard about it since your family's so big into Taco Bell, even if you weren't, was uh, somebody bought three like potato soft tacos and froze them and now is selling them online for like 40 bucks a piece i didn't hear that that's he's touting them as the last potato tacos ever well they are they truly are (laughs) oh man all right that's all i got there Okay, well, uh, to finish off our junk food segment, Mo and I always do a live taste test on air, but it's even more fun on video, so follow us on Facebook at the Back Row LTN and join the Love Thy Nerd Facebook community to make sure that you see it in its full glory. That's you guys up there looking at the camera <laughs> right now. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> so Mo, Mo got to choose. I'm just... <laughs> I'm not excited. I'm not enthused. This Mo was got me last week. It's so fun <laughs> to be on this side of it. It's really not. And not even that like <laughs> what I have is is good. I'm not going to enjoy it like either. The, it's you just, like the punishment of yeah, me yeah. worrying about it. It's enjoyable being the one doing <sighs> the, the punishing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well. Are you ready? Mo got to choose her taste test. What do we got? Okay. Wait, before you reveal it, was this one of the ones that was chosen by your family members? No, this was actually chosen by me. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I don't know if that makes me feel better or worse. I know, it really shouldn't. And here's <laughs> here's something super fun. I'm not even 100% sure what it is. Oh, absolutely great. Okay. Just, I mean, couldn't be better. <laughs> so, once again, got them from World Market. They're Pringles. Oh, what on earth? And I'm pretty certain Japanese. that they are... Yeah, they're Japanese Pringles. I'm pretty sure they're jalapeno and onion. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Ugh. But obviously we can't read. Japanese Pringles. Oh, you know what? I'm down flavor. for this. Yeah? I'm ready to try. I've never eaten something with a package that has something I can't read on it. Right? <laughs> All right. I'll let you open that. But the picture appears to be like a, jalapeno a jalapeno and an, and an onion. onion. Yeah. So. Do they have other green pepperish things? Over there. That's, that's that good seal. That was the pop. That made it over from Japan. Can't smell it doesn't anything. smell like anything, no. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Really? Just at the very end, I took a deep breathe. At the very end, I felt a twinge of spice in there. Okay. These are smaller than are they? ours. Didn't even look. Isn't that smaller than our typical Oh, uh, yeah, I think, I think you're right. Okay. I got mine. All right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready? I'm going heavy, heavy side down, heavy uh, seasoning side on the tongue. On the tongue? Okay. (sighs) Oh. 
I think it's definitely jalapeno. And onion. You know what? I like it. That's good. I'm really impressed. Yeah, 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 yeah. I really like it a lot. It's not spicy at all. It just has good flavor. Yeah. I'm in a high-pitched happy voice. <laughs> that is some good stuff. I, don't, I shouldn't have any more for keto, but dang. I know. Why is that not a flavor here? It's good. Especially here in the Southwest where we are located. It's legit. That is fantastic. That is, it's yummy. It, oh, man, it is so good. That is one of the best Pringles I've ever had in my life. Mo. You're welcome. You came through. Next week, though. <laughs> you're really going to be more upset at me. <laughs> That's okay. I still have a bag full of stuff. I, I felt slightly bad today because... You know, picking the one for today because last week it was so good for me. I gotta have one more. They're good. They are to, so good. I have two more. Golly. Uh, they're yummy. Anyway, I felt bad trying to pick out of my bag of miserableness <laughs> <laughs> and was like, I really need to just pick something that could be good, but it might no. be bad. But you never know with spicy things. You never things. know with spicy things. You yeah. also never know with Pringles. That's true. Pringles has some real failures. That's true. So we had tried before the before the rebrand. We had tried the sweet corn Pringles. Yes, and we both tried them, and they were kind of oh. weird. No, I loved you liked them. them. I thought they were kind of weird. I love them. Like a cookie. Oh, I love them. Our friends Hillary and John, both of whom have been on the show before, uh, <laughs> the next night or later that week, uh, we were in here, and I had them each try them. They both bit into them and both gagged. John ran over to the trash can behind me and spat it out, spat half of it on the floor. Like, they could not get it out of their mouth fast enough. I don't understand. I'm like, okay, I didn't like it, but I didn't hate it that bad. (laughs) You know what would be really good? (laughs) A sweet corn Pringles with... A little stack of the YouTube? Uh-huh. It would definitely improve the sweet corn one, I bet. It would just taste like... I don't, it would taste like Mexican street corn. Yeah. That's what it yeah. would taste like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. That was a good idea. He's so good. Mm. These are golly fantastic. You're welcome. You're welcome. You can get them at World Market. World Market, guys. Yeah. They're blue. They got a little jalapeno that's kind of stabbed with something. Yeah. <laughs> and an onion with some little onion ring slices on it. I think they're dancing. No. <laughs> I can't tell what they're I doing. I think they're in love. <laughs> Listen, we're in love with them, so they might as well be in love. Great. Yeah. Holy cow. Best taste test we've ever had. So good. I'm putting that on the table right now. So good. Best one we've ever had. Wow. Okay. You're welcome. Let's take a break here on a high note. (laughs) Next up, we talk about the latest COVID restrictions. Masks. Back down again. Goggles. (laughs) Face shields. Make sure they're all on when we come back. Stick around. This week in Nerdy News, this is LTNN.
direct-to-consumer movies used to carry the stigma of not being good enough for theaters. However, Disney Plus, with the help of COVID-19 keeping theaters in Hollywood itself closed down, direct-to-consumer is now becoming the go-to method of release for some of the hottest, most anticipated attractions, and they draw new subscribers. Of course, Netflix and Hulu, to a degree, have been doing this for years, but the quality is hit or miss at best. For every Netflix original movie that's a big hit, there are a dozen you've never heard of and never will. Like that movie starring Marlon Wayans playing sextuplets. You're stealing Eddie Murphy's bit, man. Disney Plus is planning to accelerate direct-to-consumer features. Already we saw Mulan's release with a hefty extra price tag, and Pixar's Soul is set to arrive on Christmas, free to all subscribers. Black Widow and The Eternals are also nearly ready for theaters, but will they ever make it there? With Regal Cinemas closing, AMC fearful it will be out of money by the end of the year, and local theaters being in the red already. Plus, the prevalence of cheaper large-screen HTTVs. Movie theaters might just be on the way out. Actor Michael B. Jordan and his team at Outlier Society have signed on to produce DC's upcoming Static Shock movie. At first reported by The Hollywood Reporter, Jordan is joining director Reginald Hoodlin on the upcoming theatrical release based on the 1993 comic series of the same name. I'm proud to be a part of building a new universe centered around black superheroes. Our community deserves that, Jordan said in a statement to THR. DC surprised fans with a Static Shock movie during its recent Fandome event announcing not only that the film was in development, but also a revival of the comic series. There's even conversations around an animated feature film and a podcast. A new digital Static Shock comic is set to arrive in February of 2021, along with the Static original graphic novel by Hoodlin and artist Kyle Baker. Finally, Walmart has some big plans for its Black Friday event this year, and it's nothing like we've seen a major retailer do before. As one might suspect, the coronavirus pandemic is going to factor into how retailers approach Black Friday this year. Walmart has announced its plans, and it feels like it's the most sensible set of plans it could have come up with. Walmart Black Friday 2020 will be split into three events. Each one will begin online and then continue in a physical store three days later. The first event will launch on November 4th online, November 7th in stores, and will focus on toys, electronics, and and home products. The second event will be online November 11th, November 14th in stores, and will focus on items such as TVs, smartphones, computers, tablets, and other merchandise categories. The final event will kick off on November 25th online, November 27th in stores, and will be a large selection, including toys, electronics, apparel, seasonal decor, and more. And sure, while it makes sense, and in the long run it's probably better for us health-wise, the idea of having to throw hands at three separate Black Fridays this year sounds like, well, it sounds like something exactly like 2020 would do to us. That is going to do it for this week in Nerdy News. I've been Station Manager Matt, and this is LTNN. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show here on LTN Radio. I'm Station Manager Matt. And I'm Mo, and we are now on day 218 of our 15 days to slow the spread <laughs> and there is still no end in sight. 
Vaccines still seem to be six to nine months away. A winter resurgence appears to be happening in many places in America. And Halloween is a toss up (laughs) at this point. I'm over it. Uh, So New Mexico uh, has been... Honestly, no. If it's actually been happening, or if they just keep saying it's happening on the news conferences mm-hmm, to make yeah. it seem like it, but yeah. they say New Mexico has been touted as one of the best states handling the COVID crisis because our numbers hadn't been high. Uh, we'd been we'd rolled back. We've been in you know lockdowns early on, like almost everybody was. We've slowly opened back up. We've not ever gotten to the point where we're fully opened up yet. Schools had just started to open up with some of the lower elementary classes. Uh, Most everything was still shut down. You couldn't have sports. You could have practices where you were socially distanced and in groups of no more than five or ten. Again, I'm giving point. But anyway, barely opened up at all is what I'm saying. And then last week, we're just told, hey, our state's in the worst place it's ever been. Mm-hmm. So we're rolling things back, and we were scolded by our governor and said, uh, "If we don't, if we're not able to get this under control, I'm going to have to make a decision that I, I could make right now. But I'm going to hope that I can trust you all, and so I'm not going to make it yet. But I'll make it. Just a really condescending. <laughs> like I've, I've not." I've not been a big hater of our governor through this thing because I have genuinely felt like for the most part, she has made her best, you know, decision that she could make what she thinks is the right, you know, the genuinely right path to take up until this point where now it's almost starting to feel ridiculous or political or who knows what. But we're not here to talk about that. <laughs> we're here to talk about how strange COVID restrictions are to this point and how despite the fact that everyone who's championing like okay, this is kind of where it started. As I was watching the most recent press conference of our governor, in the comments section in the chat going on, there are two kinds of people. Oh yes. And only very two. clearly. One is you're killing New Mexico, open everything back up, you crazy woman. And there is, thank you, our benevolent governor, for saving our lives and following the science. Uh-huh. And leading so bravely, <laughs> setting such a good example for the rest of us to follow. There is no in-between. No. There's no... And there has been from been day one. Bit right? She's, yeah, it's every single time. From day one. But do you know what I noticed on this last... This last Facebook Live of hers, for forever, it was, I would say, about 80-20, where 80% of the people were praising her. They were on her side. They were supporting her. It's 80-20 still. But in the opposite direction. But the reverse. It's definitely a lot more, okay, this is getting ridiculous kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the, the the restrictions that she's put on us, which are not dissimilar from things that are happening in many other states, just don't seem to make sense. So mass gatherings, for the longest time, have been at five people or less, mm-hmm. which is like any kind of get together, any kind of small group, any kind of, you know, home thing, out to eat, all that kind of stuff, five or less people grouped together. She rolled it up to 10 about a month and a half ago, two months ago, and now it's back down to five. Mm -hmm. 
which fine. Okay, whatever. Doesn't apply to Sunday morning service on churches, Mm -hmm. which is like still 40 or 50% capacity. Doesn't apply to like most restaurants, which is still 40, 50 something percent capacity. I think maybe it's 25% capacity now, but still doesn't apply there. Doesn't apply to schools yet. The schools that have opened are not closing back down. They can still have uh, 10 or more people in a classroom, I think. Is it 10, typically? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It uh, doesn't apply to Walmart. Doesn't apply to uh, any retail stores. Doesn't apply to anything that is considered a quote-unquote essential business, including things that, from the beginning, we've said, how is this essential? And this is not kind mm-hmm. of thing. And the list of essential businesses is so long. And covers so many daily activities in everybody's lives. It's like we're open up for the most part. Mm-hmm. Still. And it's been this way the whole time. Like there's not been a situation where we've really been closed down to the point where we're still not going everywhere or most everywhere that we need to go. The only thing that's really closed down is you can't go to the movie theater. You know, that's about yeah. it. You know, that's the only thing that there's no possible way for you to go to. So then it brings us to restaurants having to close at 10 p.m. now. Right. Which apparently is because the virus only comes out at night. Yeah, I don't understand this. (laughs) Well, it's not all restaurants. It's only restaurants that serve serve alcohol alcohol have to close at 10 p.m. I'm so confused. I don't know if the rationale is... Because the later you stay, the drunker you're going to get and the less you care about wearing a mask or something. I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of. But here's the thing. But they don't present that. (laughs) This is just one more way. But even if they did present it that way, this is just one more way that we are being being treated as children. Right. Like we have our, our mother who has laid down her rules for her household, (laughs) this is what will be acceptable and what is not. And if you don't do what I expect, then there will be punishments. (laughs) And this whole curfew on restaurants that serve alcohol is just one one more way. So nationwide, worldwide, you know, it's, it is, it is causing, we are having a resurgence. The question becomes, though, is what's causing it? We're not quite into winter yet here in this area, especially not here in New Mexico. It was yeah. 90 the other day. Uh, we're nowhere near winter. I haven't busted out a coat yet. So, or sweater, nothing. I'm wearing a sweater currently because it was cold today. But only like, but cold, but it was like 67. Yeah. <laughs> it was our high. But That's, exactly like you winter. said, it was 92 days ago. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> But, um, so I, you know, we can't say that that's like the normal, like almost the flu, you know, resurgence in winter yet. A lot of, a lot of scientists have said this previously to now that slowing the spread. And this was, this was said a lot in the beginning, slowing the spread. The initial thing was, yes, this is going to spread. We're probably all going to get it. We need to slow it down though. So we don't overrun the hospitals. Right. That was the whole point behind it. Which some makes point, sense. At some point after that, the goalposts changed to, we're just going to try and make sure nobody ever gets it. Yeah. 
And that was unrealistic then, it's unrealistic now, and I honestly think what we're seeing now is not a resurgence. What I think we're seeing now is the original uptick that we were supposed to see back then that Mm -hmm. is finally getting a hold of us. You're exactly right. And there would have been nothing we could really do to stop it. Right. Because all we have is locking things down, which as we've just explained, barely locked anything down. It just kind of scolds us. And then we have wear masks yeah socially distance which most people socially distance as good as they can there are a lot of people are getting tired of the masks i understand there's nothing you can really do about that yeah people are going to get tired of it they're going to get tired of they're not going to do it but the masks unless you are taking uh, you know you can wear the surgical masks the disposable ones those are probably really good Mm -hmm. you know as good as a mask can be where the N95s, we talked about last time we did a big update that the N95s, they said, might be too filtering now. And that might actually cut against you. Mm-hmm. And so they went back to do those surgical masks, disposable ones. Most of us, though, are wearing cloth masks. Yeah. Things that we either made from home or those ones at Walmart that they're selling all over the place. They're wearing these cloth masks. Unless you are washing them every single use and at a very, very high temperature... It's not being cleaned as much as it needs to be. Right. I, I saw a report that it actually needs to reach 180 degrees in the cleaning process, mm. which most home washers do not come anywhere near. Yeah. <clears throat> it's like a hospital grade kind of washing for well, those cloth masks. Consider it is cloth <clears throat> and it reaches a certain temperature, a certain hot yeah. temperature. It's going to shrink. Yeah. I've already seen it happen with it. Not only have my masks ruined because they wrinkle up, yeah. but my, like Mila, I bought her a whole set of masks because she went back to school. Yeah. She wore them for one week. We washed them and now she can't wear them anymore because it doesn't cover her whole mouth. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's difficult there as well. Uh, CDC also reported 85% of people who have contracted COVID say that they wore their masks mm-hmm. consistently. Uh, Fauci has said, yes, face masks are a good idea, but he's also said they may stop one or two extra droplets from getting to you, but they're not going to be a impenetrable, impenetrable barrier, no matter what kind you're using. Yeah. And so when we're, I think we talked about this too, a few, few updates ago, we can't keep saying that the masks are the be all end all. The masks are not a cure at all. And we're hyping the masks so much that we're making people think that, okay, if they have a strip of cloth on their face, they're safe, Mm -hmm. and they might be lax in all these other areas. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Joe Biden (laughs) was given a speech. Someone did a supercut of how many times he touched his mask, how many times it slipped underneath his nose, Mm -hmm. which was like over 40 times. And then at one point, he lowered his mask to cough into his hand. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Continue talking. I mean, these are things clearly that a lot of us just do by habit. Habit, or by, you know, it's it's not a it's not a conscious thing that's right. happening. It's an unconscious movement that we've done all of our lives with anything that's ever on our faces or anything like that. Yeah. And so, for us to try and think that we can just get everybody on board, because the the whole point is, and the whole thing that the governor is, uh, our governor has been saying, I'm sure everyone, ha- every governor has been saying, is that the only way the mask will work is if we're all wearing them and we're all doing it correctly. That's unrealistic. Yeah. In the extreme. 
I doubt you'll ever even reach 50% of people right. wearing it correctly all the time, doing it correctly all the time. So that brings us back to lockdowns, closed downs. So she was, like I said, hinting that we'll have stronger lockdowns. She didn't elaborate what, but it sure sounded like how it was back in June where churches are closed, everything's closed. There are certain hours you can go to certain things, mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. The WHO came out and actually have the decision. The World Health Organization. Who are you? World Health Organization official came out. Let's see. Special envoy to COVID-19, Dr. David Nabarro, two Fridays ago, appealed to all world leaders to stop using lockdowns as your primary control method. This is a quote from his video. We in the World Health Organization do not advocate lockdowns as a primary means to control this virus. The only time we believe a lockdown is justified is to buy you time to reorganize, regroup, rebalance your resources, protect your health workers who are exhausted, which is like the 15 days to slow the spread, mm-hmm. make sure our hospitals didn't get overwhelmed. Right. We really do appeal to all world leaders, stop using lockdown as your primary control method. Lockdowns just have one consequence that you must never, ever belittle, and that is making poor people an awful lot poorer. So, when it says... Follow the science. When people say follow the science and yell at us for not following the science. Okay, well, this is the CDC and the World Health Organization that you quote on a continuous basis for other things that they've said. Mm -hmm. This is them now saying this. What is the science? Right. Why do you get to pick and choose what the science is and ignore the other part of it that says, hey, this is not what we're supposed to be doing? Yeah. So, ah, it's frustrating. It's a frustrating thing. And we have this big list of, you know, all these things. The cloth mask, we said the touching mask was just impossible not to do. Uh, that's, that's the other key problem with masks is the best ones are those surgical ones, the disposable ones, apparently. Mm-hmm. But those ones don't really stick to your face all that well. And you do have to adjust them a lot. Mm-hmm. And so you're defeating the purpose when you're touching your mask all the time. Yep. Um, but then it goes back to that thing we talked about how COVID food practices, most of which seem to be ridiculous or pointless. Yeah. Our friend Megan Kelly, uh, wrote a post the other day. Okay. She wrote, thank you, Starbucks for taking extra precautions of using a coffee mug to hand me my drink. So they put her drink in a coffee mug, reached out to her and she picked it out of the mug. Even though you made my drink without wearing gloves, took my money without gloves, put my coffee in your coffee mug without gloves, and a guy behind your counter was holding four empty cups under his arm while preparing them without gloves. Thanks for the effort, though. I mean, (laughs) number one, if we think fast food or restaurants, especially restaurants that you can't see into the kitchen, Mm -hmm. anything like that, are going to be following all these practices all the time, you don't know people who work in restaurants. (laughs) Fact. (laughs) And I'm not saying that they're bad people. I'm just saying, because I've been one in two different instances, both in fast food and in a normal, like a restaurant, restaurant. And there's just, number one, there's no time to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. But number two... It's pointless, honestly. You're gonna. What are you gonna do? You would have to change gloves every after single, every single interaction, every single thing you make. And this is kind of what I've come to realize. So we talked about Taco Bell the last time we were talking about the food thing. Mm-hmm. How we watch them sit there with their gloved hands 
putting all of our food in the bag mm -hmm. and then they seal it with a sticker, put it on a tray and hand it directly out to us. Number one, what's the point of sealing it? What is going to fall into our bag between point A and point B two feet away? Mm -hmm. But number three, what's the point of putting it on a tray instead of just handing it to me? Mm -hmm. Are you afraid to bump knuckles? You're wearing a glove. Yeah. And I'm realizing that is the point. All these restaurants say that all these are protections are for the customer. Mm -hmm. They put that on the window. This was what we're doing for your safety. It's not. It's for the worker. Well, yeah. Which I never really thought of until I went to McDonald's a couple weeks ago and handed my car to this lady and she's wearing a glove. She hands it back to me and I'm like, so she didn't touch my card. But I am now touching every other person's card mm -hmm. and hand by extension since she handed it back. Mm -hmm. That seems worse. Yeah. <laughs> so even then, McDonald's could clearly be spreading COVID-19 just in that manner. Yeah. And not even know it. Mm -hmm. There's nothing we can really do to stop it. Now, I'm not saying that the only answer is we just all go out there and just get it and have COVID parties and do do uh, herd immunity the fastest way possible, because that will overrun our hospitals eventually. But what I am saying is what I think most people have been saying for a long time when they really think through all these issues is quarantine the people who are in a dangerous zone and let the people who are almost certainly going to be okay if they catch it go out and live their lives probably catch it and eventually be okay so can i just say that i think that's why our hospitals are not going to get overrun and i understand the the thought behind it you know we don't want to run out of medical supplies we don't want i get that that is a serious aspect in yes. all of this yes but and it's definitely not we're not trying to step over no anybody who has actually had a very bad reaction to this or lost a loved one to this it is happening yes it's a real disease we're not trying to say it's any kind of hoax or anything like that right but there are some facts around it that we're ignoring, mostly out of emotion. Right. When you take a rational perspective on all of this, there are people who get sick every single year. I am one of them. And who do not, do not go to the doctor. Ever. I don't. I self-medicate at home until the point to where my fever reaches a certain temperature or I absolutely cannot break whatever the sicknesses in all my years of being married to Chris, 15 years, I've never gone to the doctor for a cold. Mm. I've always been able to self-medicate at home. And quite honestly, I said this, I think on Monday, I'm pretty sure I had COVID in February. Yeah. yeah. Self-medicated. I was fine. And there is a large amount of our population that will do the same thing. When they get COVID, they will self-medicate at home. It will not hit them the way that it hits certain other members of society. Yeah. And therefore, rationally, I don't think our hospitals are going to get overrun. I especially don't think they would have gotten overrun had we not 
I don't want to say blown it out of proportion, but had the fear not been so instilled in all of us. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because there is so much fear around it now. And that's a little bit more of what we're talking about is now they're, they're hyping different places are hyping different things that are not even part of general guidance from any body, any mm-hmm. CDC, any WHO, WHO. It's all seemingly, uh, just to either present a message or to scare people more. One of them was, I think it was in California, the governor tweeted out, make sure you put your mask on between bites right. in restaurants. Like, well, number one, that's awful because you're touching your mask so many times mm-hmm. then, and that's you know worse. But number two, honestly... We're supposed to take a bite, put our mask back on and try and eat it then and then just keep up and down, up and down. Yeah. No, no, thank you. But then wearing a mask and being over 10 feet away from people. Hmm. Uh, if, if, if you're six feet away, that's been the, the, the consistent distance that is safe. You should be fine. If you're, I mean, the way the guidance is, if you're six feet away from someone in a room, you wouldn't even really need to wear a mask. Right. But you know, thinking about, you know, going to the grocery store or whatever, sure, you're going to wear a mask and you're going to try and stay six feet away from people. But, but it's like, uh, Donald Trump and, and, uh, Joe Biden at the debate, they both, that first debate, they, Mm -hmm. well, the only debate so far for them, they both got, both of them got flack for not wearing masks on the stage. They were like 12 feet away from each other. Yeah. Why would they need to wear masks? <laughs> but uh anyway, that one's ridiculous. Yeah. The 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 fact is I feel like a resurgence or might maybe not a resurgence but just a a an uptick. A event an, an event like what happened in New York but over a slower period of time is going to happen pretty much everywhere mm-hmm. that it hasn't already happened. What we haven't seen is a giant case happened twice in the same area. Right. We've seen a slight resurgence, but that could have been explained just by the fact that testing rolled out again Mm -hmm. because we didn't have testing at the early point. So the early places that had, you know, had COVID the worst at the beginning saw an uptick later, but it probably was closer to a, a normal uptick that we just didn't see because we couldn't test for people that were asymptomatic. The fact that there are so many people who are asymptomatic, which the CDC still says is about 40% of people that catch it. Near, I mean, we're, we're almost at half of people who catch it show absolutely no symptoms whatsoever. Yeah. Like, Argh! You could touch something in the grocery store, have it, and not even know it, and you'd be spreading it every place you go. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. There's nothing you can do to stop it. There's nothing you can do to know you have it. There's nothing that you can do to contact trace. There's nothing. Yeah. Because you don't know that you had it. You don't know you're the one responsible for spreading it. 10% of the world has caught this in 10 months. Mm-hmm. 10% of the world, of the billions and billions of people, that is an insanely fast spread. Faster than anything that we have seen in our lifetime. The fact that we're able to tamp it down at all is amazing. Right. But at that speed, it's going to go through all of us at some point. Oh, yeah. It's going to hit at least 70% of this world 
I'm almost certain mm -hmm. before herd immunity is reached or before a vaccine finally comes, which that's the other thing that's happened. Everyone was hyping we were going to get a vaccine before the end of the year. And then there was one study that uh, going on with human trials where one person had a weird reaction and that's kind of stopped all of it till they figure out why. Yeah. So now it might be April, March around there before it even starts rolling out. Who knows? Uh, but I feel like more lockdowns might just be delaying the inevitable that uh, all of us will likely get it at some point in the mm -hmm. next next few years, even with a vaccine, honestly. Uh, we've had a flu vaccine for exactly, And people still get the flu. Thousands and thousands and thousands of people still yes. get the flu every year. Well, they tell you when you go to get your flu shot, this does not cover all the strands of the flu. Right. It's only their best guess of what that most dominant strand is going to be. We mm -hmm. know there's at least two strands of COVID. Yeah. And that implies there will be more than that in the future. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have to guess which one. It's going to be just like the flu shot. Yeah. We'll probably have a joint flu shot, COVID shot in the future that we all have to get every year again, if that's what you choose to get. Mm -hmm. I, think, just, I think yeah. the biggest thing is that we need to understand that it's not going away. Yeah. And it didn't appear out of nowhere. It's been. It has been here. It like, is there just, have been coronaviruses, of course. Yes. This was just a mutation that mm -hmm. got intense. Exactly. And it's not going away. It's not going anywhere. So unless we want to live the rest of our lives going back and forth between lockdown, opening up, um, staying in your homes... You don't have to stay in your homes wearing masks. You don't have to wear masks. Unless we want to live the rest of our lives doing that, we have to find a good, reasonable solution to allow us to continue living while not spreading it to the point of disaster. Yeah. So, in the end, the main thing I wanted to get out was if you say... Just follow the science, stupid, to people. Please remember that the science has changed literally every other week since January. It has. And it is still changing mm -hmm. as to what the right thing to do and the right area and what works and what doesn't work and how fast and how long and who can get it and who can't and what the symptoms are and how many people already have it and how many don't and... Did these deaths count as COVID deaths or did this guy who actually got shot in the chest and was marked as a COVID death? Uh, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. yeah. So many things like that happening. There's just no trusting what the science actually is because mm -hmm. it's coming from most of this stuff. Conflicting stuff has been coming from our two official sources for science, the CDC and the World Health Organization. You can't cherry pick what you think is real because it fits what you believe about what we should be doing and then yell at us for not following the science just because we have an opposing argument from another documented piece of evidence and article from the CDC or the World Health Organization that contradicts yours. And be nice to each other. Because <laughs> this sucks for everybody and we all hate it. And so just, just have a little more empathy. Instead of yelling at people like we've been doing. <laughs> Fact. We're we're we are uh, designated yellers for the people that think like we do. We are your voice. <laughs> if you share our opinions, 
We are your voice. Uh, well, if you don't share our opinions, we don't want to hear from you. <laughs> As it is with all things. <laughs> Just make that clear now. Uh, there you have it. We will take one final break for today. And when we come back, ask us anything. Stick around. This is Mo from the Back Row Morning Show, and I've got your five random facts. South American river turtles talk in their eggs. Research has found that even though turtles do not have vocal cords and their ears are internal, they actually communicate at a very low frequency that sounds like clicks, clucks, and hoots. And these sounds can even be heard from the turtle's egg before it hatches. During the filming of Troy, where Brad Pitt played the brave and buff Greek hero Achilles, Pitt suffered an injury to his Achilles heel, which set filming back two months. Ironically, Greek legend has it that Achilles could not be defeated unless hit in his Achilles heel. Everyone remembers Dr. Martin Luther King as a leader of civil rights movement and is often quoted for his I Have a Dream speech. However, while attending seminary, he actually earned a C in public speaking during his first and second term. The temperature of tennis balls affect how the ball bounces. Warmer temperatures cause the ball to bounce higher, while lower temperatures cause it to bounce lower. Because of this, Wimbledon balls are kept at 68 degrees Fahrenheit. Finally, Henry Abrams was Albert Einstein's eye doctor. Upon Einstein's death, Abrams was given his eyes and kept them preserved in a safety deposit box. They are still there in New York City. For more random facts and hilarious nonsense, tune in to the Back Row Morning Show Monday through Thursday at 7 a.m. Central with an encore at 9. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show, and things are winding down for the day. But first, we are going to answer an Ask Us Anything question. Our question is, if you could make a holiday, what would it be like? What traditions would you have? What would people eat on your holiday? Are you ready? First, what's your... Okay, I've put a lot of thought into this. I I sat down and I really (laughs) considered what I felt was important and necessary. Um, I believe that there should be a bee holiday, as in the insect, where we celebrate the importance of bees, what they do for our world. Um, we watched the bee movie. Absolutely. That was going to be yeah. part of it. Part of the bee. Part of the bee. We read the Babylon bee. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we watched the bee movie. We eat all things honey. Honey obviously. golden grams, y'all. Um, Honey's back in golden grams. You know, I even thought you have sort of a pinata, but you don't beat the bee with a stick. You pull the bee stinger out. Still, the bee would die, obviously. But you pull the bee stinger out, and candy falls out. That's just a fun way. But at the same time, it is... (laughs) Why are you laughing at me? It is still educating. I'm 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 envisioning what a bee pinata where you don't hit it. You just... Why don't you just go up and rip the butt off of it? Exactly. Here's all you can (laughs) do. 
but <laughs> it's still educating your child on the life cycle of a bee. The bee pinata can only be filled with bit of honey. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> the worst candy. Mm-hmm. So that is my holiday. Uh, you know, to be fair, candy corn is also made with honey. But there's like so many the things thing. that are so made. You could have candy corn in there. So many things that are made. Everybody loves candy corn. No, no one loves candy corn. Everybody but. loves it. Uh, okay. Yeah, that was for, for, for something you definitely came up with on the fly <laughs> or on the bee, as <laughs> it were. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, I came up with Sound Man Appreciation Day. Oh, of course you did. Uh, the traditions <laughs> will be. You sit through an entire service with the audio at its worst settings, and you're not allowed to complain about it. Okay. And uh, for the, 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 the thing that you would consume, uh, you would consume a glass of your own tears. Oh. That's, that's the Sound Man Appreciation Day. Okay. It comes from a bitter place in my heart, I'll admit. I can tell. But uh, Sound Man don't, don't get a lot of love, and, and you know this. Oh, I absolutely know this. You know this. Mm-hmm. Your well, your father, right? My dad was a sound yeah. man for many, many man. years. Yep. They're they're unappreciated. Yep. They're treated as as scum of the earth. Honestly, they're treated like the the gum on the sole of the church's shoe. The well, it's sound just, man. You know, the sound man just deliberately hurting my ears carries the burden of the entire church on his shoulders. Anytime someone up on the stage can't figure out how to turn on the microphone oh it's the sound man's fault obviously yeah what he is he doing the back there he on. can't figure it out sheesh yep anytime somebody gives the sound man a cd or track and says play number four but really meant number three and number four is booty 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 rocking everywhere <laughs> booty, 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 booty. <laughs> That's the sound man's fault. <laughs> I mean, here comes the bride. <laughs> oh, <Yes>. yeah. <laughs> uh, or when, when someone brings them a, a cassette tape saying, hey, I'm going to sing the song on this tape. I said, uh, are, are we going back in time to 1985 <laughs> to do this? Because we use MP3s up in here. <laughs> so I'm going to need flash you drive to this or you least. ain't singing. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what Dropbox is? Because that's what I'm going to need from you here. Uh, well, let's end with our verse for the day. Verse for the day is 1 Kings 2 three and keep the charge of the lord your god walking in his ways and keeping his statutes his commandments his rules and his testimonies as it is written in the law of moses that you may prosper in all that you do and wherever you turn i always pronounce statutes as statues whenever i read it in the bible Mm, i'm better than you makes me upset Thank you for joining us. Be sure to check out all what we do online at lovethynerd.com. We've got amazing articles on all things nerdy, as well as this show, LTN Radio, and our other podcasts and videos. If you would like to directly support our mission and become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, and specifically with LTN Radio, then please visit lovethynerd.com slash give. I'm about to burp. (laughs) And choose LTN Radio from the drop-down menu. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax-deductible. And don't forget that you can select Love Thy Nerd as your charity of choice on smile.amazon.com and that'll give LTN a small kickback 
<laughs> there it is <laughs> from your purchases at absolutely no cost to you. I almost made it. Wow. Oh, man. <laughs> Make sure you're following us on all the socials at at the back row LTN, at LTN on air, and at Love Thy Nerd. And the Back Row Morning Show has its own Facebook group community for Christian humor, Back Row Baptist Church. So search us out and join in on the fun. Lastly, find the Back Row Morning Show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. Subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review something along the lines of, it's fine. (laughs) We'll be back tomorrow morning right here on LTN Radio at 7 a.m. Central with an encore at 9 a.m. Have a great day. Mo, final thought. No, that's why I said have a great day. There's another one. No. Final thought. Mask up, people. (laughs) Stop touching it. Stop touching the mask. It's ruining it for everybody. I want to go to the movie theater. I want to live my life. (laughs) And remember, no one else tells you, Jesus loves you, Mary.